the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Nice to be with you. Thursday edition, Bruce Hooley Show. Not as nice a day today outside as it was yesterday. But there is an unfortunate link between good weather, summer weather, nice weather, people outside, longer days, and crime in the city of Columbus. My fear since the beginning of the year when the murder rate lagged behind the numbers of the record murder totals of the last two years is that, well, if it gets warmer and the daylight hours are longer, feels to me like the murder rate is going to go up when it's really, really cold and there's not a lot of people outside because it's dark at 5.30, numbers are probably going to be down. I don't know and I would not say that one or two days is indicative that I'm correct, but the numbers from yesterday are not promising. We had a 14-year-old shot seriously wounded late Wednesday night on East 14th Avenue taken to Nationwide Children's, expected to survive. They thought the shooter was in the home. They did not find the shooter, so still looking for the shooter. And yesterday afternoon, and yesterday afternoon, really nice day, they found two people, (laughs) excuse me, two people dead in a home in South Linden. They both appear to be murder victims. So, uh, we hope that this is not indicative of where we are headed, but... Given the events of the last two years and given this year, higher gas prices, more inflation, Joe Biden, the president, says a food shortage is coming. When people who are already disadvantaged, already desperate, are made more so by events that touch their lives and transportation and nutrition touches every life. Well, I think that it is at least possible, and I fear plausible, that this will manifest itself in more violence in our city or an increase in violence in our city from what we saw throughout the months of January and February. Of course, it would help, it would help a lot if the judges in this town, when police are successful finding people, arresting people, and putting them into the justice system so that they can be held accountable for their alleged crimes, that our prosecutorial system in Franklin County would keep them off the street and keep them away from us. That does not appear to be what's happening with many of the young people who are stealing cars or people who are accused and convicted of violent crimes. I mean, it's I-71 shooter a couple weeks ago. He's out of his car. I don't know if he's having a mental episode or what. Everybody wants to be sensitive to mental health issues. 
But you can't be so sensitive that if a guy is shooting random cars coming down I-71, that you just say, well, you know, really sorry you're having a bad day, and let him back out. So thankfully, that happened in Delaware County, and the Delaware County Prosecuting Attorney is not going to let him out. But the list of things that he had done in Franklin County was long enough and heinous enough that he should have been behind bars, never been out to be allowed to imperil people's lives the way that he did. And sadly, we have another story, which, uh, as is so often the case in matters like this, I did not find the reporting in the Columbus Dispatch because the Columbus Dispatch, for a while, for a while in, I think it was in 2020, the Columbus Dispatch was covering every murder or most every murder. And then it's just just, just my summation, just my supposition, rather. I think somebody in city government initials AG or his minions reached out to the dispatch and said, you know, when you write about every single murder, it really makes us look bad. It really is not good for community mental health. So maybe dial it back on the specifics, which is to say the occurrence of every murder, because they do not do that anymore at the Columbus Dispatch. It's sad to say not only that you can be murdered in the city of Columbus at a rate that is higher than it's ever been before, but if you were murdered, it may not even be news. It may not even make the paper. Wow. I mean, you don't have to be a uh, public figure, I would think, for your murder in the city of Columbus to be outside the norm of daily news activities in the city. But the dispatch has not been right. They write about they write about trendy murders. Or they write about you know the sad stories of murders because you know, I guess what are they saying with their mobile newsroom initiative is that eh a lot of people die in Linden, a lot of people die in Franklinton, a lot of people die on the hilltop. It's really not news, Bruce. You always say you don't write about the plane that lands, you write about the one that crashes. So I mean in a city where we've had a record murder rate in 2020 and in 2021, is it really news, Bruce, for someone to get murdered? I would submit, yes, it is still news for someone to get murdered. But the dispatch apparently thinks it is not news for someone to get murdered. And it's very definitely not news, which is to say outside the norm, for Franklin County judges to let criminals out where they can victimize people once again. The problem they have is occasionally, occasionally those criminals get bored and they head to adjacent counties to do their thing and they set up shop in those counties and then those counties, rural counties, aren't as, well, I mean, they're just not as progressive. They're not as caring. They're not as empathetic. They're not as compassionate as the Franklin County justice system, which is to say not as ineffective or not as effective Um, on Tuesday of this week. And this detail comes of course, from the Susie report where you find all the real news or Tom Susie, the former WSYX six reporter now independent, unleashed, unbridled, free to report whatever's going on, free to track things. The dispatch won't track because I don't really think Tom Susie cares about making Andrew Ginther look bad. And Andrew Ginther certainly doesn't need Tom Susie's help. 
to look bad. Uh, on Tuesday of this week, Muskingum County Prosecutor Rob Welch posted a press release on his office's Facebook page. So this is an official clearinghouse of information. And what he was doing was he was letting the community know, hey, we had a really terrible thing happen here a while back. Thought I'd update you on the three people that we arrested and charged and have now been, well, they've been treated a lot more rudely in Muskingum County than they probably would have been in Franklin County. What did these guys do? Well, they were running a drug house. They were uh, assaulting women. They were shooting into the homes in the neighborhood. And uh, imagine, one of the neighbors complained. And he complained to the three guys. Hey, you're ruining the neighborhood. Stop it. Cut it out. Stop hitting those women. Stop selling drugs. Stop shooting your guns at our houses. Some neighbors just are real troublemakers, I guess. Well, one night, one of the three guys asked the complaining neighbor to come out of his home. Almost a year ago, a little over a year ago, March 1st, 2021. And um, when he came out of his home, two of the guys were waiting in the bushes and started shooting at him. And they fired 23 shots at him. 23. I'm sure glad it was dark because they only hit him once. And they only hit him in the arm. So he survived. Two of the guys have been sentenced to 16 and a half and 26 and a half years in the prison system of the state of Ohio. And the mastermind behind this, a guy named Juan McConnell, would not take a plea deal. Genius. And was found guilty of attempted murder, felonious assault, discharging a firearm into a habitat, and discharging a firearm over a roadway. And he got sentenced to 36 and a half years in prison. Good. Why is this newsworthy, what happened in Muskingum County? Because Juan McConnell had extensive dealings in the Franklin County justice, so-called justice system. Attempted burglary. Pleaded guilty to discharging a firearm into a residence. Imagine that. Guilty to domestic violence. Got off on the kidnapping and felonious assault charges. Trafficking in drugs. Had weapons. Possession of drugs again, fentanyl. And shocker. What do you know? He moved to Muskingum County and he started a drug house. So, Franklin County justice system, if it keeps doing its thing and if the weather gets warm, and it will, and the days will be longer. I think the events of a double murder yesterday in London and a 14-year-old shot last night tells you that. If we are optimistic about violence in the city of Columbus diminishing significantly in 2022 over what has happened in 2020 and 2021, those are noble hopes, but they are not realistic expectations. Now, if you're of my era, you may be old enough to remember a song by Johnny Paycheck called Take This Job and Shove It. It was an anthem for disgruntled workers everywhere, including apparently a professor at Ohio State who now wants her job back for sending an email essentially saying, take this job and shove it. Details next on The Bruce Willis Show. So the next story I want to talk to you about is it's complex. It's um, a, a bit humorous. 
but also potentially sad. I don't know what to make of it, really, because it's a classic he said, she said, and one of the one of the he's or the he in this. If, if that's not, you know, offensive to Ohio State, I'm not sure. Has Ohio State declared its personal pronouns? Is it an it? Is it a he? Is it a she? Is it non-binary? I know it's very woke with Christina Johnson as the president. I'm not sure of Ohio State's pronouns. Well, I'll just try to refer to it as OSU. So it's a she said, OSU said. And the she, in this case, is Angela Bryant. Last, well, two falls ago, fall of 2020, she sent a two-sentence email to her supervisor. She is a tenured professor who teaches sociology at the OSU Newark campus. And here's what the email said. Effective today at 10.50 a.m., from my, in all caps, work computer, I resign, exclamation point. Go bleep yourselves because you are about to, in all caps, pay up. Sincerely, I don't, was that, was that meant to be ironic? Sincerely, Dr., in all caps, Angela, Nicole, her middle name capitalized, Brian. Okay, so you get this nasty email. Wow, what's the matter with her? What did we do? Uh, so they kind of figure this out over the next two days, and they just take the high road and send her an email back and say, we've accepted your resignation letter. Well, uh, she now claims that her decision to resign was born of a mental health crisis brought on by bipolar and PTSD. Now, bipolar is a real thing. It is nothing to joke about. And if she's uh, authentically afflicted with this, I'm not really sure what the right course of action for Ohio State is. She was a tenured professor. You have documented email from her saying that she's resigning, and it was not a nasty, it was not a nice way to resign. And I get it. Like now, she may have gotten treatment, and there are a couple details in this story in the dispatch about how she was involuntarily committed to uh, Harding Hospital, which I believe takes care of people with psychological issues. The lots and lots and lots of back and forth through emails, appeals. Can I have my job back? I'm sorry, I was not myself, was outside myself, blah, 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 blah. I hope Ohio State does not lose sight of the fact. Two things. Number one, always the students have to be protected. Okay? Students have to be protected. And I don't mean that this woman is a danger to any students, but Ohio State has to first and foremost be concerned. I mean, look, her mental health is very important. So is the mental health of the students. And so if you have a professor who's, I think I can say she's volatile, given this letter, not saying she's not volatile without a a legitimate medical uh, condition for being volatile, but the fact of the matter is she's demonstrated volatility. And you cannot have a professor interacting with students who may unleash that sort of volatility on the students, thus putting the students in their own respective mental health crisis. I mean, students take their academics, (laughs) a few of them, take it very seriously. I always did. If I had a professor, and I never did, but if I had one who went off on me, well, that would be a problem for me. And so I understand why Ohio State might be hesitant to let her back in the classroom. Is there a way for this to be mitigated, for her to do research, for her to do something, for her to get a disability leave or something like that? Sure, I suppose there is. But you also have to make sure, in addition to making sure the students are protected, is that the students are taught effectively. 
Like, you have to be sure that she has competence in her field of study to educate them competently. And I think a letter like this uh, certainly calls into question whether either of those aspects of her interactions with students, whether it's teaching them or, you know, being a supervisor of them, can be true. I'm not anti-mental health. I think mental health is extremely important. But in this situation, sometimes there's a, sometimes circumstances occur and addressing the circumstances to everyone's satisfaction is just not possible. So you have to look for the next best solution. What is that solution? I don't know, but I think given how careful Ohio State was, and I'm being charitable when I say careful, given how careful they were on COVID, given how extremely welcoming they are to all manner of uh, alternative lifestyles, I think it's pretty hard for me to envision a circumstance. And I'm not in the business of defending Ohio State on anything. I think if those of you who have followed my career could um, would not push back on me saying that if there's been any media member in this town who's held Ohio State accountable when it stepped out of line, uh, I'd be on the Mount Rushmore of that. But in this situation, am I to believe that an Ohio State University with Christina Johnson, a lesbian president, is completely tolerant and um, supportive of LGBTQ, RSTUV, alphabet mafia issues, and yet would be hostile toward people who have mental health issues? I mean, I know Dr. Johnson would not agree with me that if you are the T in LGBTQ, you have a mental illness. The fact is you do have one. If you, like an anorexic, like a bulimic, look in the mirror and see yourself as fat when you're not, you have a disconnect between your cognitive reality and your biological reality. So you do have a mental illness if you are transgender. Or prone to it. So I don't think Christina Johnson honoring the T in LGBTQ is going to be anti-mental health on other issues. So I wish this professor well, but I don't know that Ohio State can restore her duties. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.